inspired by the Canadian Federation of the Blind. Outlook, a show about accessibility, advocacy, and equality. I'm Brian. And I'm Carrie. Outlook. On Radio Western. Good morning. Good morning. Happy, Good morning. Happy Monday. Hey, we have a guest. Hey. Which it feels like. I still feel like I'm the guest here, not you, but... Oh, really? <laughs> You're the guest, Karen? Well, this is your show. Compa- I that's know, right. that's what's weird, but in this place we're in, the studio, I feel like the guest <laughs> because this is your thing. Anyway, welcome to Outlook. And yes, we have a guest, which we're very happy about. Yeah, we mentioned it last week that we had at least one, maybe even another guest next week, or some guests next week, we'll Ooh. see. We'll see if that pans out. Is there a surprise out. lineup? Is it... Uh, like the the father of my child or something like that. <laughs> oh no no, <laughs> we don't get into that. And I will. Thank too, you very it's much. Too heavy for this show. Um, why do you want to reveal something, Pam? Is I'd that love why you're? To. Is that what's going on? It turns with you out coming up. <laughs> well, um, yeah. So people who listen, uh, obviously, to Radio Western ninety four nine, um, will know Pam and her voice, obviously. But she is our guest today. So thank you for coming on for. Yeah, for a chat. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so Pam is the you're the program director here at mm-hmm. the station mm-hmm. for for the moment anyway. For the, yeah, for the next two weeks. <laughs> yeah, so this kind of coincides with both our one year anniversary of Outlook coming up and Pam's um, whatever you want to call it leaving departure <laughs> departure from Radio Western. <laughs> Shirking all responsibilities. <laughs> yeah, put the responsibilities on someone else, and you don't have to deal with it anymore. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we're, uh, uh, you're ditching us. So. That's right. Goodbye, guys. You just got to change my phone number. <laughs> I'm not going to look at emails. I was going to say I, your email right now is the professional one I, I use right. to email you, and I'll give you my soon, personal one. Soon you won't be. Uh, I'll give you my personal um, one. You have my phone number, don't you? Uh, I do. I don't remember, but I, I think I'll, I have yours. I'll get yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we wanted to talk to her um, before she goes uh, because we love having guests here on uh, Outlook, whether they're blind or sighted or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but anybody who maybe doesn't listen, who just happens to come across the channel, which we we always hope happens. Um, I don't know, Pam, do you just want to say, uh, tell us a few things about you? If you. Yeah, sure. So I... Uh as mentioned, I'm the program director here. Um, it's one of those jobs that I kind of was always going after in London. Um, I started as a volunteer at Radio Western in 2010. And uh, like that year, like I had been a volunteer for like three months and I heard the program director job was coming up and I was like, amazing, I should be the program director. Like I just, I've been gunning for it for a while. Mm. Um, and so uh, I've just really enjoyed, I really love this station and I love the, uh, I love the uh, medium of radio. Um, big fan of podcasts as well, but yeah. I just find that there's something very exciting about the immediacy of radio and um, sort of kind of the skills that it gives you, like getting over public speaking because you are public speaking, but you you don't see your audience. You know, you're not in front of people, so you still feel pretty isolated. So you can kind of you can kind of get used to your your you know like your broadcasting voice and and you know. I do a show where I play music as well, so I can, you know, uh, project my music stylings on other people, and you mm-hmm. never know who it's going to hit. And so I, I really like that kind of being in 
that closely in touch with a community of people who are driving around London and listening to the radio. And do you have, have you had a, a, um, a, a sort of a fear of public speaking ever or were you never really someone who? No, not really. I've always really yeah, liked Pam doesn't strike yeah. me as no, Well, I'm, that's good, but you never know with people. So. Yeah, sometimes you change over time. But Visually, if you can see your, your crowd, you get nervous even if you are. You yeah, know. yeah, and, and, and that's what I've seen in other people, in hosts as well that come in and they're very shy and they don't know kind of how to, uh, they think that they want to do this, but it's it's pretty nerve-wracking. And then I see them after. I'm like, hey, can you help us at an event? We need, you know, someone to uh, answer questions if people want to know about the station. They're like, yeah, absolutely. Like, you just see this transformation uh, transformation in people. And I find that to be very exciting and a huge reward of the job. So this job's never been boring? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Not boring at all. Extremely busy and... Um, and stressful and exciting, uh, but it's I don't I don't think that I get bored here very often. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's kind of I mean that's me professionally. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I like to watch a lot of movies, listen to a lot of music, go on bike rides, and uh, hang out with my family. Yeah, you you guys have been to to the um, checking out record stores a bit together and yeah, being off the air. being blind. Um, back to the theme of the show, kind of that we <laughs> yeah. talk about is. Um, I can't go to a record store and read through all the records by myself, um, and that's something I love to do. Uh, so Pam offered the one day a few months ago to go to Odyssey Records, a great uh, uh, small record shop here in town. Check it out for sure. But she mm-hmm. she went there with me and read. I think we were in there for like four hours, three or four yeah. hours or something, <laughs> uh, reading through everything. And next time I'll bring water. I didn't have any water, <laughs> and my voice was starting to go. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> But yeah, thanks again for that. I really appreciate oh, it. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, I can't, yeah. you know, I, it, there's certain, there are aspects of, um, of life that I've completely taken for granted and something like just being able to go into a store and browse, uh, is something that I, I, I really hadn't considered before. And so, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I've got time. I live by myself in London here and I've got time in a car. So going in and really, really just kind of reading out the records and, you know, trying to find a way to describe it or whatever. And and Brian has such a good taste in music as well. I love Brian's show, Chin Music, on Fridays. I love his taste in music. And we've gone to some shows together as well or see each other at shows. And so it's fun to go with a friend and just talk about music for four hours. That, to me, is a delightful way to spend an afternoon, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. It was a lot of fun. And um, And Pam also has her own radio show. Well, does at the moment on Fridays. Um, I love this looming like guillotine <laughs> over my head of like I'm just <laughs> avoiding this station yeah, altogether. We, we, we could have brought you on you know months ago just to talk, but we thought we'd wait till you know, there's this big thing happening here. <laughs> the big reveal. In case a listener hasn't heard, <laughs> they yeah. walk in expecting you to see you here. That's right. Weeks. But yeah, so, Pam's Pam show is called Radio Face, which I think is a oh that's good n- interesting name. Yeah. Good name for a show. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just wanted to quickly mention then so like. I started here um, at the station just over two years ago at near the end of July of 2017. And that was um, just a couple of weeks, I think, before Pam started yeah. here as program director. So um, I just remember starting out um, and I think it was my third or fourth show I came into the studio and that was the first time I met Pam. She was in here waiting, um, had my CDs, my CDs were ready um, that I, I, I picked my CDs in advance um, and send them to, well, I had been sending them to Pam um, and she would pick them out for me and, and leave them in the studio. Um, so I remember that first day meeting her, and since like, even from the very beginning, she's just very friendly and um, easy to talk to right away, and it was a fond memory. And I just the question I like to ask on this show kind of is, what was your sort of, out if you can remember your first impression, or had you ever had you ever 
met really met anyone who was blind before then? Yeah, that's our favorite question to ask yeah, people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I actually had, and it's funny. Um, the most interaction that I had with a uh, person who's blind before you was John Gardy, who, right, who you does know is the night bat here yeah. on right. on the station as well. He would always show up to shows. So, uh, like any genre of music, uh, if it's a live show, John Gardy goes, and his show, which is on. Monday again. I'm going to do a lot of plugging, but like on Monday nights here, <laughs> you're the program um, director. I am the program be. director. I need to, and uh, um, uh, and his show is called Radio Free London. So it's Mondays from midnight until six a.m. on Monday morning, and his show is live recordings of music that just happened in London. So it's a really great exposure, and I think that it's actually a pretty cool thing to do for um, John Gardy being someone who he's not fully. He I think I believe he has 10% sight um, so he can still uh, there is still some sight but it's very limited and especially when you're walking into a show it's like it's dark yeah, there's lots of people and in London there's always every great venue has a pillar right in the middle of the floor <laughs> so um, uh -huh. he's going and he's setting up his he goes and he sets up his recorder and, and anyway so I would just always see this man at these shows so I just went up to him because I, I, I wanted to meet him and talk to him about kind of his taste in music and whatnot uh, and so he was my first uh, blind friend I guess you would say and I love I love John Gardy he's such a weirdo like so many of us in radio are he's <laughs> yeah. you know he's a, one of those wonderful strange characters not uh, being a misfit totally yeah. it's where the misfits come as For we sure, all come yeah, to community radio, radio. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so his was, my, and he said that he could always tell if I was out of place because of my laugh. He said my <laughs> laugh was distinct, probably because I have a deep voice as well, and I'm a loud talker, so it's probably easy to pick me out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's one way um, we do that. My first impression uh, of Brian was that I really loved his show. So my first exposure to Brian was uh, as him as a programmer, and loved his show, and then was kind of seeing the music that he was picking out. So I actually got a lot of. It was kind of a fun way to get. Um, some new music suggestions was because I was picking the CDs and records for Brian so I was like right. oh cool like oh, I didn't know who this was and I hadn't heard of these guys and so it was a nice it was a nice way to be exposed to new music um, and then as well and I mean you know like I feel like this is kind of t like tokenizing but like I was just like holy moly like he, like he's running this board like it, it, I just felt like sort of using that tactile that skill of having to be really adept uh, and using your tactile senses because uh, we d there's no these this board that Brian runs it's not there's no there's no markings on it so it's counting and knowing how to you know uh, knowing which buttons to push faders to bring up what uh, commercial to play on time and that's all done by like he's doing it by feel and to me and just little tricks like he just told me about a little trick that he does today to find out which which promo he has to play which I thought was very clever so it was kind of one of those things where like I really didn't want to like you just because of that but it kind of made I felt like you're actually a little bit cooler because of that <laughs> because it just like it's you're doing a lot of uh, you're doing a lot to open my eyes and break down uh, I believe some barriers that people would believe about um, you know things that uh, blind people can and cannot do which is like BS and um, and yeah and I just think and I know that um, people uh, especially the staff that have worked with you John Urban who is our new sports and spoken word director um, just always was um, kind of in awe and really respected uh, that that didn't stop you from coming and doing a show at the station that was something that he would mention to me and so yeah it was um, my first impression was like great taste in music cool guy and you know let's hang out 
<laughs> yeah, and I mean that's that's so great. It's like I mean, obviously the the reason I do these shows is there's many reasons, but one of them really is to is to um, put myself out there and show show people that yeah, just because someone's blind, it doesn't mean that they can't still do a radio show, and that's. Um, especially for Outlook, but even my music show, where I don't really mention the fact that I'm blind on that show. Yeah, I have a couple times, but not or not really. Your voice on your phone comes over. Yeah, occasionally the voice. <laughs> Nobody would really think of it. Yeah, they, why that is? Generally, they wouldn't notice. Yeah, it. if uh, I remember the one time that you, the only time I think I ever did hear you mention it was when John Cummins was doing a live to air, and he had his, so the way that the studio is set up for people who are trying to picture what this room is like. So it's like a you know like we're in a decent sized room, about I don't know maybe twelve feet by <clears throat> ten feet or so. Then there's a window to a live floor, which is where performers perform. And then there's a window beyond that to the production studio. And so we had a live performer on with Brian and he had his back turned to this studio where Brian was. And he said, um, and he uh, and he said, oh, I'm sorry, my back is turned to you. I can't see you. And Brian said, well, I'm blind, so I'll never see you. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> it was just like, I remember such that. A, it was so plainly put. I was like, whoa. <laughs> it comes out naturally. Why force it when it's just going to come out That's when, it's, right. when it's supposed to? Yeah. When it should. Um, if I could keep talking, could I tell about my first impression of Carrie? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I had heard your voice before I uh, met you because of Ketchup on Pancakes. Oh, right. Yeah. Our podcast that we do sort of personally. Yeah. It's yeah, soundcloud.com slash Ketchup on Pancakes. Ketchup on Pancakes. And so it was like, what is the name? What, you know, what does that name mean? And then, um, and then just, you know, like when you have a friend, it's so exciting when you meet their family because then you just kind of, you're starting to learn a little bit more of like these puzzle pieces <laughs> that make up this weird, wonderful person. Well, you met Brian and you're like, oh, there's more where this came yeah, from. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Take, you know, that's why it took so long to meet you. I was like, okay, I got to like, you know, <laughs> meter it out. No. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. So then we met because you, um, were and when we met like you're very direct um organized and then you know i found out that you're you know you're doing a podcast which is so cool um you're also a writer which is very cool and then as i've gotten to know you it just seems like there's been this like this like exponential growth like you know like traveling and like learning don't you aren't you learning to play the violin right now as well <laughs> i've kind of slacked off on that because like See, this thing I'm not good at in life, and that's why it is good when you meet certain people. You hope that, you know, you, there is a lifelong, um, you know, friendship or whatever formed, and you, you, it won't be the last time you see them. But mm. my violin teacher, who was kind of, you know, very unique, perfect kind of setting. Um, and she was school. on our show, yeah, um, we had too, on, uh, on a previous episode. Before she really left. Oh, yeah, she that was did. right before she left, yeah. <laughs> she, she went to uh, Queen's no. um, to continue her education. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a little far away to do lessons with her, and I just... Uh, I. I'm trying to find the perfect teacher again and I don't know if that, you know, that's a word that doesn't exist, but it's, I've sort of, I don't know where to go from here with it. So I've sort of let things fall without lessons. I'm, I'm not very good to keep up on my own, but yeah, no, I'm always excited to try these new things. And that's why I was happy that you guys gave us the opportunity to do, you know, I, I mean, Brian had the idea after being here for a while with his music show and, and again, I just, I wanted to have you on the show today just to formally on air thank you again for all the support you showed me and outlook so you know so far in our first year Um, because it is good to hear uh, your opinion about employment and I mean you know of course with full disclosure this a lot of this is volunteer positions like Mm -hmm. you said you started out there Um, and uh, outlook is our volunteer thing that we love doing every week but it's it's great that someone in your position could meet Brian and now me and see us do the shows mm-hmm. because we're trying to get employment 
um, standards improved here in Canada. And a lot of employers and people in sort of your kind of position and in the future who might be in positions to hire someone who's blind, if they've never met someone, it it seems overwhelming. Like, you know, blind people have kind of always been like, of course, a blind person works in radio. That's one of the jobs we can do. But if you kind of think about it, especially now with digital age and stuff, these boards and these things. And how many, you know, I don't, I barely even know any blind people in radio. Um, yeah, no, it's so sort it's, of a bit of a stereotype, yeah. I guess. But, but I'm just saying like, so yeah, you'd think that's something blind people do for employment, but yet I don't know how many actually do. Mm-hmm. And there are barriers, but in general in employment, there are barriers, but employers need to um, sort of broaden their horizons. Like, be more open as like someone like you are to see how the you know there are workarounds and there's flexibility and there's creativity and a radio station is a great place for creativity obviously to show but hoping that you know what you've sort of learned from getting to know us has broadened your horizons in that way and we we hope that other people who um employers and things will maybe hear this and hear how how great this you know this has all been and that all this stuff is possible. Well, yeah. Like, if I can jump in here, too. Like, because I know, Brian, there are, like, um, because there are programs, right? Like, you're going through a program as well, and probably quite a few people do. But it's a program to help place you somewhere so that someone can actually just see at very little cost to them what, uh, like, working with someone, you know, uh, that is blind or, or has a different ability as well, that it's not really like that's not the barrier it's like are they a jerk maybe that's the barrier are they late for work maybe that's the you know but like what are the things in place actually that stop this person from being hireable and it's and i think that as well that yeah a lot of people um uh are too on they they're, they're unexposed and not only that but it's like maybe they think it's harder to just even try and, and, and go out and meet people. Like, I think that it's wonderful that when you guys do barbecues, it's you guys doing the barbecue. Like, <laughs> and again, I really, I'm trying not to be like, oh, like, hey, guys. Like, yeah. you know, no, I know. No, but, yeah. I, but I do mean that, though, because it's, I thought, you know what, I wouldn't have thought. I really wouldn't have, I guess I just wouldn't have thought that. So, like, I feel like you guys have really expanded my understanding. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, to, to employers out there, it's like, like, that's not that's not what keeps you from hiring someone like you have to and I believe too that there's not really enough being done for um, that sort of accessibility training before you have that resume in your hand or before you have someone asking you do you know what I mean mm-hmm. like where's the like you know like uh, just people kind of keep the bottom line in mind and that's all fine and dandy but I mean especially when you're in a not-for-profit like this is the place that everyone comes to learn and grow very rarely do people stay in the same job in a not-for-profit. And that's, you know, from mm-hmm. personal experience and friends that I've known that have, you you're, you know, you're kind of always working on about a two-year contract. So that's the place where you should be expanding yourself and and um, doing your absolute best to meet more people and expose yourself to new ideas and what people do because you just, if you live in your own little world, you'll shrivel, you know? You just don't, you just don't grow that way. So I think that that's something that with Outlook, it's so much with Outlook being kind of this like I'll call it a one-way conversation because it's the radio it's you Mm -hmm. guys on air it's just this like gentle way that people can start having their minds changed without it feeling like they've done something wrong yeah and that's that's kind of um Carrie and I in general are we're not you know some people are a little more um in your face preachy or a little more and 
it, it's, it's hard sometimes to avoid that in certain circumstances, but generally speaking, we want to, we don't want to come across like all the time we're preaching because if, if, if people can take it the wrong way or people can just feel like, oh, I'm, they, I'm doing everything wrong or I'm not doing this and that. So I'm not, I'm not even going to do, try it anything. Whereas people are learning from all of this stuff. And so we like to try to keep the show light at a lot of time, a lot of the time as well, instead of being too serious all the time. But at the same point, we like to put that in there as well so that people do, do learn from the show without it feeling like it's a, it's like a class or anything too, right, yeah. too stronger. <laughs> but I might, I might collect your blurb on what you think, um, Outlook does in future because we've had, we've had some interviews the last uh, several months and they ask that and it's sometimes hard to put into words what we're trying to do with the show and mm-hmm. sometimes um, like an out you know an outer perspective right yeah helps so thank you for that oh absolutely yeah I'll give you I'll give you all the sound clips you like and obviously you, um, Gary's great. the best and, and you can do it in that radio voice that yeah, I'm always that failing voice. with Gary's the best drive a Ford truck <laughs> well yeah you've had a lot of commercial practice oh, and, and I think I don't have a voice for radio <laughs> Well, I always think that every time I try and start the show off, because that's my job. But thank you. Yeah. And the point is that we don't want to be preachy. And then we ask, you know, like I said, we ask, you know, have you ever met a blind person? And, hmm. and <laughs> those are kind of these standard questions, but they're standard because they're they're universal and they're worth asking, I think. Yeah. It's just, it's just depends on how it comes across. But um, so another one I was thinking of asking and then was like, not asking you even just a compliment but it's weird to pay the, this kind of a compliment like I mean partially I think it's your personality uh, and you know having that puts you at a job like this but I just my initial impression of you after hearing Brian mention your name and stuff and coming in for the initial discussion on the show was getting off the bus I believe like it was last September it was kind of a rainy September uh, from what I remember mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but we take the bus and uh, a few times newly I'm coming from the bus and stuff you would meet us down there and um, there's this thing when you're walking with someone who can't see you know what do I how much do I tell them all that things in front of them do I have to tell them warn them or will they find it themselves and there's been just there's a lot of uh, we've discussed on the show before where a lot of people and uh, like in most cases people are really just trying to help but there's mm-hmm. people that'll just grab you out of nowhere like oh, go this way or yeah. stuff like <laughs> that yeah <laughs> like freak out in the moment there's an acme hole in front of you <laughs> oh, but yeah some people everyone I, just has their own approach they and do and i but i you know in in a in a in a better world i guess to be frank about it i wish um more people were like you but i'm not i don't believe that you i don't, I don't think you took classes i just think Part of it's just natural to you, and part of it was just obviously you knew Brian for a while before I came around. So, um, but it's just it's a pleasure, you know, walking anywhere with you because sometimes we want to walk with a friend or or somebody and have a conversation, and you know, two people walking side by side, and often that's hard to do when you have a cane and um, when there's multiple people with canes, and uh, you know, and there's stuff going on all students everywhere like here and so we want to be able to just walk with a friend and and we've been able to do that with you um several times over the last year and yet you're still pretty good at like okay go slightly to the right and it's hard to do that when you're walking with two of us but um i've also said right when i meant left well to you guys so that's the kind of thing that we don't expect perfection obviously (laughs) so that's not that's fine um but it's it's just great and i just I wish it came more naturally to more people, but I, I understand why it doesn't. Um, but it's just, it's just refreshing 
And again, I I don't I sometimes hesitate to bring this up in my shy way because I don't want to feel like you know feels like enough of the world is afraid to approach approach sometimes mm-hmm. as much as I am shy and I'm afraid to approach others so it kind of goes back and forth with me but um but yeah as, as far as the wider world of people and even friends I've had for years and years there's some people that it's like sometimes I f- for you it feels like I've known you in that way I've known you for like since we were kids or something Aww. um just because of that and well it's, it's like Carrie says <laughs> friends like I have certain friends that don't like they're really great friends, but they're not necessarily maybe as good at Let's name walking, names with here. <laughs> walking with me and stuff like that. Um, where some people will kind of grab on a little bit or something. And some if it's people a friend, would it's rather you, some, you know, we take their arm because we've always done that. Or, right. you know, you, there's just different different ways with different people. Well, and that's gotta. And, uh, I mean, like, that's gotta make you just feel like you like like you're being led, right? Yeah. And instead of you're walking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you're the one walking. Yeah. yeah. And it's like the CD, the record store thing, right? Like you guys did that as friends, and yeah. so you have a friendship, and you have it based on you know Brian's lucky that he has this thing music which brings people together, and so he's able he's been able in his lifetime to find people who um, who just like doing those kind of things with him because you know you enjoy the music as much as him yeah so it's not and it's just we go through a lot of life feeling like we are burden burdening people or like uh need to be people think we need to be babysat or you know you know but it's because it's you didn't have to walk you don't have to walk us up and down from the station every time we do it but it's nice when you want to get some air and you come out with us and at, at the same time you um you will be just like okay yeah you know you might want to take a few steps to the right or whatever yeah and I mean, truly, it's the like my the reason why I go is because I love to like I just like walking and talking with you guys. Like it was like just like kind of as soon as we met, it was like okay, this is going to be easy. We're going to be friends, and it's it, it won't be difficult. So truly, that's usually why. Because Brian will be like, I'll be like, hey Brian, do you uh, want me to you want me to walk with you to um like before you before Carrie you were here, I'd be like, hey, you want me to walk with you? And he'd be like, well, you don't need to. I was like, I know I don't need to. Like, I just want to get the heck out of here for like 15 minutes. So it was always a nice break in my day was to be able just to go out, <clears throat> excuse me, and walk. But um, uh, but also too, and I, I mean, I know this is something that you have, you guys have brought up on the show as well, but I mean, this campus is not really that accessible and it's not really that easy because one, there are a ton of people whose heads are down on their phone a lot or they have headphones in. So even mm-hmm. if they, you know, uh, like if they or if they could hear the, you know, like maybe your cane or something like that, they don't. So it's a lot of, mm-hmm. it's a, there's a lot of distracted people, um, you know, who are fearful of everything because they're like 17. Yeah. So, and also too, like there was construction at one point and there's no markings. There's no. There's nothing letting you guys know at the you know at the school here that okay a path that's usually taken is completely disrupted by a GD hole in the ground. You know, <laughs> so it's you know or this curb has been changed. We added one. You know, like it's uh, so to me it's kind of like it's a good it's a good practice for me as well to when I do when I you know like was walking with you guys especially during construction was kind of just to see what was happening because you know if there's there's someone else that needs help getting here. I'd like to at least just know how to say, okay, actually forget, don't even take that route. Get off at natural science instead because it's just going to be a lot easier for you to walk here. And I think for a while there, we were trying to do alternate routes for a little bit as well. And and yeah, I mean, like, it just, it was teaching me a lot about uh, having to use my words to be able to describe it because I often have to describe how to get here anyway. 
Mm. Yeah, I'm because sure. we're inside the inside of the school, like yeah. we're at the belly button of the UCC. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so getting uh, getting used to describing that easier as well, um, I feel like just made it more accessible for for uh, more people trying to get here a- and simplifying my language because you know not everyone who comes here. English isn't their first language anyway, so I mm-hmm. got to be able to describe that well, descriptively, but simply. Yeah, and so, yeah, you're in a university setting where there is, there's such a diverse group of people all together. And like you said, young students or, you know, not everybody who comes here um, to Radio Western is a young student necessarily. Um, so, and then there's language barrier and there's mm-hmm. all kinds of barriers that can exist. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I'm glad I came here in the, just the simple fact that um, I learn a lot from Brian myself and but yeah just great to meet different people the more people you meet in the world and so I'm just really glad I, I met you Aww, because same 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 I see a lot of stuff in your personality that I kind of sometimes wish I had and um, I don't know you know we all have our issues but the fact that yeah like you said we can all come here and this is a place that has something to offer all of us and it did for you and it did, does for us and so I'm glad that you could come on the show and we could talk oh thank you so yeah that's my sappy <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if you want to add to that Bri but yeah I don't know I think you summed it up uh, really well just just again saying how like there's, there are so many great people here, but it's it's really hard to to put into words how great Pam has been here um, yeah, and for me. And it's I'm definitely gonna miss miss not having her around. But I know just the, yeah. based on the type of person she is and the, the amount of times we have hung out and spending that time in the record store and all that that, that you know ma- no matter what we'll we'll keep in touch in the future. And yeah, you but know, it's hard because you meet you meet someone who you who does sort of seem like a bit of a kindred spirit in certain ways, or and it's and then it is hard to see them move on but yet you're excited for what might be next in their life and mm-hmm. so yeah and you know you're not gonna like you mentioned before about this being the non-for-profit like you're not gonna work here for life like it's no, not yeah, and like anything changes so and, it's, uh, but yeah so thanks for coming on the show today and we thank you for inviting we me. really um we wish the best for you whatever Aww. is next for you guys and, uh, can i just ask before we go wh- what is your anniversary date specifically when was the first episode we gotta check that exactly i think it was, was it- september 4th 14th or something. Okay, so that's coming up. Okay. I'll have to look up the exact it's date. It's not like the beginning, beginning of September, but no. yeah, we started a little ways into the month. Okay, but, good. Yeah. But, um, and we would have had you on that show. Um, but yeah, September gets a little crazier, so we thought we'd do it now. Yeah, and yeah. I'll be in BC, but I will be back in October. Right. Yeah. Awesome. So we will see you again and maybe yes. hopefully have you on the show Try maybe again someday, me. but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, thank you guys. Okay, well, we'll be back next week with maybe some more guests. and We'll uh, see. We'll <laughs> Hopefully. see. So, yeah, enjoy BC, and we hope to see you soon, Pam. Thanks, guys. Great. All right, take care. See you next week. Safe travels. Yep. Team friendship. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Find us on Twitter at OutlookCFB. And on Facebook, facebook.com slash Outlook on Radio Western.